Yo, 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 what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the premiere of the first Max and Juan Cast live podcast with my co host. What's up, everybody? I hope everyone's having a good Wednesday night, my guys. Let's get into it, man. I'm excited. The first live show. We've had some other live shows, NFL Draft, Laker playing. This one won't be three hours, but it's going to be just as good. <laughs> but you know what? You can't start the Max and Juan cast without the intro, bro. All right, hit it then. So let me go ahead and hit that. man so there you go that fire intro you already know what it is <laughs> welcome to the four people in the stream man but we're gonna get right into it bro i know that the knicks are playing right now it's currently the fourth quarter with about three minutes to go it looks like it's gonna end like crazy so if you see us anytime pausing that's probably why because <laughs> we've seen something crazy go on in the game but look me and max want to get into what happened yesterday and the Los Angeles Clippers, Max. Wow. It's it is tough, bro. It's gonna be a tough series. I'm just gonna say that. I think we need to start a GoFundMe for Clipper Daryl and just <laughs> figure out how we're there gonna let him like lower him into the grave. You know, like have you seen that meme where it's like when I die I want my um group members from my project to lower me into the grave so they can let me down. <laughs> We should do that with like Clipper Daryl is like the like cadaver or whatever you want to. Bro, this team is uh, they cannot have got off to a worse start. I mean, obviously losing two zero, but the way they've lost, it's like this like the sins of past. Yeah. And before the series, we talked about like how much different is Tyrone Lue. It's like this is the same shit with uh, Doc Rivers. Yeah. So let me get your piece. I'm curious well, to see what you got to say. To... Also, I'm fucking thrilled that they're getting their ass kicked. Fuck the Clippers. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, I seen I seen today. Shout out to Brian Bolster, um, Bolster Up Sports. He calls them the paper clips. <laughs> like, I like to personally call what's them the wor- slippers. What's worse, the paper clips or a Disney? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh my god. Worse. But look, you, you talked about Tyron Lue. Uh, Tyron Lue is currently zero and two without LeBron. <laughs> so just wanna just wanna aim on that. Uh, it's Luca, bro. Like, I think talking about this series, you have to talk about Luka first and the Dallas Mavericks because they've been absolutely amazing, especially Luka. Like, he is showing why. Besides LeBron and KD and Steph, I'll even throw in Steph, on why he's one of these generational players. Like, he's just not one of these good all-star guys like my boy Trey Young that's on the TV right now. But he's generational-type talent. Like, that's what we're seeing right now. I mean, it's well documented that he fell in the draft. I mean, everyone wants to give the, the Suns shit for not taking him. They took Aiden. But I don't know why the Kings don't get more shit. They took Bagley. Like, Aiden's good. We can at least agree on that, right? Yeah. Bagley's been nothing short of disappointing. And Luka, it's just been – he's the best player in that draft. There's no catching him, bro. Like, I don't care what Trey Young does unless Trey Young wins like six championships. It's Luka. Like, he's transformed the Mavericks. 
uh, they've been like good since he got there. Honestly, like they were good even in his rookie year where they were a bad team. But yeah. like you saw improvement from him, and I'm just blown away by this guy who's 21 years old, plays like a 20 year veteran. And everyone who was down on him during the draft process, myself included, we were so wrong. I'm I'm gonna admit that firsthand. Damn, um, you were totally wrong, man. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. But look, Luca, man, I was just talking about this to Max off the pod. Uh, I seen like some Kobe's like like moves. Like we're talking about it on our last podcast. Like when when is it time for Kawhi Leonard to start sticking Luka Doncic? Well, it happened. Not just Paul, not just Kawhi. We talked about Paul George too, and I think what I said was I don't think he's got it. Kawhi doesn't have that in him anymore to like go amazing on offense and shut down LeBron. Yeah, where LeBron s talents. So so whether he don't got it, bro. Yeah, whether you want to say that it's Luca that's way too good, or Kawhi's just washed. Look, I don't care when anyone's... Kawhi's not washed. Yeah, but like defensively, he, he's yeah. just not the same. Yo. We used to talk about, I think I said this on the last podcast, I'm sound like a broken record. We used to talk about Kawhi being Jalen Ramsey-ish, right? Like, yeah. you put him on someone, don't worry about it. Yes. Granted, of course, the Mavericks had a lot of ball screens to get them to switch. Yeah. Which I get. I understand that. But, like, Kawhi, you got to fight through it, bro. Go. If I'm Kawhi Leonard, I'm not letting Zubac get left on an island. And, I mean, we can talk about the scheme of the Clippers a little bit later. But overall, man, Luka is tearing the scheme apart. It doesn't matter what and, they throw at him. And they know their identity. That's the big thing about this Mavericks team. They know that it's Luka and the boys. <laughs> like, that's what <laughs> that's what it comes down to. And the boys, they're playing phenomenal. Uh, one guy that I want to shout out that you kind of called it in this series, Tim Hardaway Jr., Balling out, bro, these last two games. That motherfucker loved playing for a contract, bro. <laughs> so he going to trick some team into giving him 20, $20 million a year. Oh, my goodness, man. Yo, what up to everyone in the chat, bro? Um, excuse me if I don't see your comments, bro. We're doing trying to, trying to do like a traditional podcast way. If, if you want to comment to be acknowledged, no offense, but just make it about what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. For this little moment. And we appreciate the comments regardless, though. We yes. do appreciate it. But yeah, um, Vinny Smith has been balling. KP surprisingly playing well. But like, okay, I've seen plays where like Patrick Beverly is mashed up on him in the post. He just like turns around, and he like looks around and just shoots it over him. I'm like shooting over a chair, bro. Like yeah. that's an amazing shot. I don't care how many times he like shoots yeah. it. So look, um, a lot of people are gonna go into the Clippers and say that you know they're playing horrible, but you got to give the flowers. To the Mavs right now. They're playing great. Luka's great. He's generational. He is special, man. And the Mavs are balling. Like, they have that. They have an identity. That's all I got to say about the Mavs. So, let's get into the elephant in the room, bro. Let's get into why this is happening to the Clippers. Because currently, <laughs> it's, it's not looking good, bro. Like, I'm just going to say this. I tweeted this out yesterday, last night. The Clippers don't run no type of fucking offense at all. It's basically two guys ISO or Marcus Morris ISOs at times, and it's contested threes. They don't run any type of special screens or or pick and roll to that matter. Like it's so bare bones to the point where it's it's a problem. Like they don't do shit. 
I thought that's why they added Rondo. So that, like, even Lakers last year, they'd get stagnant, right? And it would be LeBron dribbling the air out the ball. They wouldn't really do a pick and roll tool, like, six seconds left. And then, but when Rondo came in the game, the offense got going. Everyone was moving, excuse me. But where, where's that Rondo? And I know you saw he got into a yelling match with Tyrone Lue and Serge Ibaka after game two. Like, everything we thought about the Clippers, like, from last year on has been true. Like, these guys yes. freaking fold. And I just randomly looked it up right now. I have all the box scores. They've been outscored in the third quarter of every playoff game since game five of since, versus Denver. And a lot of those are double digit, bro. So it's like they come out flat in the third. And I think if you come out flat in the third, it's like hard to get it back, you know? So like what is it though? Because a lot of people are going to say like, hey, Paul George is balling now. Kawhi did his thing. Like Kawhi okay, came those out. guys are scoring, but where's that elite defense? That's all we've heard about this team since day one. It's like... How is any guard team going to go against PG and Kawhi, two of the best on-ball defenders we've seen in recent memory? And I'm just confused as to where those guys – we already talked about it. Where are those guys? Is it the scheme? Is it them? Even when they leave them on an island, Luka don't look afraid to attack. Yeah. And I get it's the NBA and they're geared towards the offense, but at some point, like I think Tyrone Lou needs to make some adjustments. We can talk about that in a second. Mm. But I'm looking at what they gave up for PG, bro. Danilo SGA, like five first round picks and a couple swaps. And they're two games from blowing this shit up, in my opinion. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I tweeted. I said the Clippers are two losses away from blowing this whole operation up. Look, let's face let's let's look at the facts, guys. Kawhi Leonard has a player option after this season. There's a lot of places he can go. I mean, they they said though he was leaning towards resigning with LA. But I don't think that was under the impression what is he we supposed get. To say? Yeah, I don't think that was under the impression we get swept in the first round because, like, and I want to say this, Max. Go ahead, go ahead. That's what Kyrie said. That, I want to be here in yeah, Boston. The, the list goes on of yeah, so many 100%, players saying that. Hundred percent, agree with you. Yeah. I I think this might go down as one of the worst trades for a franchise. I mean, if they if Kawhi leaves, I guess you got to hold on to PG, right? Or just trade him and restart. It's tough. What the fuck do you do? Like, uh, dude, you got to just turn this shit around, honestly. You can't. I'm looking at just. At, I'm looking at the box score. I'm looking at their roster, bro. And I don't know what you're going to do with this team, man. Like, they just got spanked. I know it was a six point game, but they got beat up. Yeah. In my opinion, I know it was six points. It was close. Dude, the, ro- the talent on this roster is not bad. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand why Nicholas Batum's playing 19 minutes, Reggie Jackson's playing 30. Uh, what what's up with Luke Kennard? I don't understand that. And didn't they give him like a four year, sixty four million dollar contract extension to not play? Yeah, that's one of the worst contracts this season. He has been absolutely is he hurt or something? I don't. Zero. I I don't recall him being hurt. I watched him play against the Thunder. I'm gonna check right now. Why would you think picking up a guy like Luke Kennard was gonna do you any good? Clippers? I actually thought it would do them good. Yeah, he played the last game of the year, and now he's just out the rotation. You gave him how much? $64 million, right? Yeah, it's kind of like the same problem that the Lakers have. Like, they kind of don't know their rotation. They they don't know if they want to go Zubac going big or they want to go small. Like, Well, what the fuck Serge Ibaka there for? And I'm sorry, yeah. Luke Kennard's three years, $41 million. I'm, I apologize. But, like, he doesn't do anything. That's a lot of money to give a guy who gets a DMP. That's facts, bro. Like, there's no other way to put it. What's what's the Clippers' number one priority? Like to respond, you think they have to play some fucking defense? They, they got the two best, quote unquote, best wing defenders in the in the association. 
Let's see it. Let's see it. Like, we have to play some kind of defense. I just, I I think they're mentally weak, bro. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, you, Kawhi Leonard had 30 points at halftime. I know he finished the game with 41, but, like, what else is he supposed to do? Yeah. Like, he got 30 and a half, and it was close. Like, like Dallas, they don't, they really can't play defense. They got Kleber guarding Kawhi. That's not a good matchup. Finney Smith's good on defense. Honestly, I think this might have been, the Clippers might have played the ultimate, like, they tried to, like, outsmart everybody and match up with them. Yeah. And it bit them in the ass. It really did. That's a straight up, like. No, that's like a congratulations. You fucking played yourself. <laughs> no, that really is. We should we should tweet that or like post a meme of that. Like, yeah. congratulations, Clippers. You played yourself. And like, like I said, like I hate to toot my horn, uh, Tim Hardaway. We said if you can, if you can match wits, like wits with um, uh, Paul George. Excuse me, as I blank out. Like he had twenty eight. Paul George at twenty eight. If you get twenty eight and Paul like that, if you can get Tim Hardaway to cancel out Paul George. You're in good shape if you're the yeah. clip. Like, um, I'm sorry. Paul George ain't playing good enough, bro. You cannot be matching wits. Yeah. And he shot one well, for seven from de- three. It's really on the defensive side. Courtside brought up a good point. He said Clippers need to play better off-ball movement. Oh, um, they Yeah, you would think so. But, I mean, when you when you think about Tyrone Lue, the offense wasn't that great back then either. It was just like the LeBron show. Yeah. It was, hey, LeBron, get us into a set. LeBron, get a switch. LeBron, make a play. I mean, I'm I'm really looking at this team, man, and it's just – Why'd you bring Rondo in? Why'd you bring Why'd you bring Serge Ibaka in to play him six minutes a game? Six minutes a game, bro. Yeah, that's and he was great for the for the Raptors last year, bro. They're they're literally closing the game with Paul George, Beverly, Morris, Kawhi, and Nick Batum, who's been one of the worst players in the NBA for the last two years. Like I know he had a decent year this year, but if Kawhi and Paul George ain't getting it done, no one on this team can step up. Yeah, it's not like they have like a guy like Schroeder on their team. Not like not to get away from it, but I'm just I'm confused, bro. I, I don't know what adjustments the Clippers can make because they need to just. I don't think you double Luca anymore. You can't give them wide open like rhythm. Sh- like I showed the play, and people can look this play up. It's in the fourth quarter. They double Luca at the like at the left wing or in the middle. He throws the ball into the high post, which is I think Porzingis. Yeah, Porzingis tosses it to Tim Hardaway, steps into a three catch, and it's wide open. It's like that's too good of a shot to ever give up. Like, I get it's Tim Hardaway. He's going to make that. If you give a good shooter that shot all game, he's going to hit, like, 50% of them. You're going to lose the game. Yeah. Stop doubling Luka. Just go on an island. PG and Kawhi. Take the challenge. Where's that shit we've been hearing about? You have to, bro. And right now, it's not looking. Like, Dallas. They Dallas, got these fools on the rope, bro. Game three's must win. Yeah, it's a must win. Like, there's no other option. You go down 3-0, it's a wrap. Never been done before 3-0 yeah. comeback. So. It's, it's done. You put a fork in them; they're done. So, <laughs> any last thoughts that you have on on this whole Clippers situation? Just disappointing, and this could, has the potential of Kawhi leaves to just be one of the worst trades you traded. A franchise cornerstone player, and I would say SGA, mm-hmm. a very good player in Danilo Gallinari, and basically like seven first round picks. Yeah, for a guy you had for a year, two years. Yeah, and courtside, and, and, courtside just brought this up. Like, the Mavericks are going to have a home playoff game. When when's the two last? home playoff games? Yeah, they're gonna have two home playoff games, so they have home court advantage. They and, had a play, home playoff game in like three years. Yeah, so that crowd is gonna be rocking. 
The only thing I could see is Dallas comes out too amped up and kind of just like loses the game. Yeah. Because they're young. They they're have, young team. No, but they have some experienced guys into it too. You know, kind of. I mean, they've got guys in the playoffs before, but like if you look at their team, Finney Smith, no, Kleber, no, Hardaway, hell no. Yeah, you would say like maybe. Porzing- like maybe no one the, in their starting five has really gone on a deep yeah, playoff run. Because the bubble didn't, you know. Yeah, the- it's like. Uh, as much crown out as they pumped in, it's not like the Madison Square Garden, bro, is ridiculous compared to the bubble, and that's how it should be. And Dallas is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. And my my lasting thoughts on on this whole thing before we switch gears to another topic, uh, the Clippers lose this series, guys. They've only won one playoff series in these in these two years. That's pathetic. That can't happen. You blow that shit up. Like there's no other option. The, I mean, you have to happen. you have to blow it up. There's not enough like wiggle room to get good. Yeah, exactly. So let's switch up the topic and let's, let's go to let's the stay in L.A., bro. Let's stay in L.A., bro. The Lakers last night, y'all. <sighs> it was a great game. They wind up tying the series with the Phoenix Suns. And let's just talk about the game, Max. Like, what's your thoughts overall on what happened last night? The energy from game one to game two was night and day for both sides. I thought the Lakers came out with a lot more spring in their step. I mean, when AD got the first block of the game on that floater, I was like, okay, he's in, he's in like, he's engaged. Yeah. And he dominated the game from start to finish. LeBron was excellent. I thought, I still want to see him get downhill a little more. Right. I thought Drummond shut me up the first half. The second half, he kind of reverted back to some Drummond tendencies. And my man Schroeder was freaking huge in this game. I didn't like what I saw from KCP. I liked the improvement of the rotation. I liked to see Gasol out there. Thank God he got 20 minutes. Kuzma did a good in 20 minutes. Caruso continues to be a good, just to be a great player. There's a reason he closes out games. Yeah. I don't care that he was minus eight. All he did was make hustle plays, get to the loose ball. He was energy. Yes. He had a couple bad fouls. Jay Crowder caught some lucky breaks when like, he got kicked in the nuts and got a flagrant foul. Mm-hmm. I think and look, Chris Paul being hurt just sucks. Yeah, it really we'll, sucks. We'll get into that. But the one word I want to say that best described this game from the Lakers was urgency. They played with urgency all night. They knew they knew the atmosphere was going to be big. They knew the stakes were going to be high. Like it was a must win. And Anthony Davis responded so well. And he responded great. Can I interrupt you just for a second? I, I know Shaq catches a lot of flack on Inside the NBA, but he always says great players don't have two bad games in a row. Yes. Anthony Davis, man, great bounce player. Back. Bounce back. They must You, you got to have this AD, and we only beat them by seven. Granted, Cameron Payne, game ball to him. Yeah. Played his little rodent heart out. Look, LBJ, he was clutch. He hit a – a, AD and LeBron closed out the I, game. I still feel like we haven't seen LBJ like – take the game over i think part of that his jump shot's been hitting though so i think he's been like a little too reliant on it though part of that is is dennis schroeder we got to talk about him amazing second quarter just specifically but i think he had about what 24 points max yeah yeah he's the lakers i think he was the leading scorer like for most of the game dennis schroeder did an amazing job coming in and taking that scoring role when we needed it and he played. I I thought he played great energy on the defensive end. Like he was great on defense. I o- love the fact that they picked up Chris Paul. Like I know he's hurt. I know it's kind of a dick move to like pressure him. But it's like you out there, bro. Get ready. Like why wouldn't we? Yeah. Why wouldn't we? 
Continue. I'm sorry, I cut um, you off. Andre Drummond. Um, First half was great. Second half, he tried to do a couple ISOs, <laughs> and I was like, get, I, I know "Stay in your fucking lane, buddy." It's gonna be hard for you know Max to to really give him his. his, his I said view. he did great in the first half. I texted you during the game. This is the Drummond we need. This Drummond is great, though. I love what he did. This is the best game I've seen from Drummond. I love the five offensive rebounds. He took it to Aiden. He was like, "All right, Aiden, you you punked me and AD. Like yes. we're coming back at you." Aiden played great. I just want to say Aiden's my boy. Juan knows this. Like I would, I said before, I would have picked him over Luca coming out. I'm wrong. Granted, I realize I'm wrong. You're very wrong. <laughs> but like the 11 for 13, it's kind of like BS because it's like a lot of like gimmies and like layups and shit. It's not like even though he had the, one of the best layups I've seen from a big guy when he scooped it. You know, yeah, that was nice. But like, dude, this dude cannot keep shooting 90 percent <laughs> from the field. But no, I just love the fight between him and Drummond. Drummond was good, man. He yeah, really Drum- was. Look, everyone overall, I thought Caruso played great. What about KCP? He missed all four Look, shots. I thought he did great on defense. He did great on defense. <laughs> That's what I love. But offense, bro, like you gotta shoot better. I thought he looked afraid to shoot. Yes, I think like when I think role players really have their like are more comfortable at home, obviously. Mm-hmm. And I want to see what he does on at home. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. KCP. Any other names you want to? You said Gasol. I love, love Gasol. The, I love the move from, Sorry. from Vogel. Sorry, Montrez. We love you, bro. But like, this ain't your series. It, look, big body Miyagi's, aka big screens from Mark uh, Mark Gasol last night. I will say I would give Marcus Marquise Morris's four minutes to Montrez because I thought there was kind of like you know it's some like uh, scoring like droughts. I feel like Montrez will get you a couple buckets. Yeah. But, yeah, they played great, man. They tie up the series. Now the Lakers have home court advantage. Uh, it was a must-win game. Do you want to hit anyone on Phoenix? Yes, let's go on to Phoenix. You mentioned Cameron Payne. Game and, of his little yeah, life. Game of his life, bro. He was balling out. It was a tough look for the Lakers. Um, DeAndre Ayton, great game. Two two games in a row. I mean, he got, he had 22 today. Do you know, have something in the 20s game one? Yeah, just to start like, off his it, playoff career. It's, it's great. not like he's like posting up AD and taking him. Like he had a couple of jump shots, but if he does this the whole season, like averages twenty, just hustling. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. Uh, anyone? Else? I thought. What do you think of Booker's performance? I, I thought, didn't think it was that good. Like I know we, the seventeen free half, throws. Second half was better. Well, well, tell me how many free throws he had in the last thirty seconds of the game. Like eight. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's just take off like let's just take off six points. He finishes with twenty five on seventeen shots. That's not going to get, but look, I, I thought the I, way I, the Lakers play, the Lakers were like, okay, we're going to double you sometimes. Sometimes we're just going to shade somebody. Sometimes yes. we're going to leave KCP on an island. Yes. That was great. It's like you mix it up. It's not like, hey, we're going to double you every time. Get ready to pass the ball to wide open freaking Cam Johnson in the corner. Yeah. I thought he didn't assert himself early, especially with him knowing that Chris Paul was hurt because he needed to take up the slack, bro. Like, I thought he threw a, a couple ill-advised turnovers in the game. Who, and, Book? Yes, Book. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. He he threw a couple, like, unexplicable, like, turnovers. I, I honestly, I thought it was just the Lakers' defensive pressure that was kind of getting to him. And, like, once you kind of get in his head a little bit when it's like, oh, shit, like, I have to make that pass yeah. that much sooner, it's like when you rush it. And I think one, one thing that set off the game where I knew the Lakers were going to come out to play, especially Anthony Davis – First play of the game, block. You, you know you're just repeating me, right? You know I already made that point. Oh, you did? Yeah, in the beginning. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, shit, we can't let that out, me being mean to you. I know, right? I'm sorry. But look. I mean, like, let, 
take two minutes on the CP3 injury because this is yes. your MVP pick. It's tough, man. It's tough. Is that your shoulder? Is that hurt? Oh man, I wish it's I could, not a bruise. I There's wish no. I, I wish I could give the man my shoulder. Like I feel that bad for Chris Paul. Yo, it's not a bruise, bro. It there. It's got to be worse. Like I'll sock you in the shoulder right after this podcast and tell me how bad it is. Like three days later, it's bad. Yeah, he's laboring. What do you shoot? Five shots. Yeah, he's not the same. He's like forty percent his normal self. It. He's in pain. I mean, he didn't. He didn't play like the second half. I felt like I barely saw him out there. Yeah, he did. He even play the fourth quarter, like two minutes maybe. I thought he. He played... didn't close the game out for like the no, last he, seven he minutes, which was a joke. Game. He he didn't. I think he came in for a little bit for the third quarter and came in a little bit for the fourth, but he was done. The camera played played thirty three and he played twenty three. So. Yeah, and look, I'm just gonna say this: the series is over if Chris Paul doesn't play. I'm just gonna say it. I think it's over. I don't think they have a chance. I like, think he's kind of trying to do the Willis Reed thing, where like, oh, I'm gonna come out here, I'm gonna like try to inspire, but it's like, bro. It's not gonna work for like, seven games. Chris Paul handles the offense like ninety percent of the time for the Phoenix Suns, and with him not being out there, it's tough, man. Because he, they could have used them in in that game last night, obviously, but a big part that they really could have used them was in the fourth quarter, like closing out that game. Like Chris Paul is one of the best closers that we have in the league. I think in the final four. 24 i don't know why i remember that number is when the lakers went small they took out drum and and they put in um caruso yes or they went small basically yeah. that doesn't matter at that point the game was over they couldn't phoenix like crumbled uh, i know this it should have been a bigger win than seven they got a lot of free throws at the end of the game when the game was over uh right there it's like chris paul like hey we're gonna work into a good shot and they weren't getting good shots yeah I get the Lakers are amazing defensively, but it's like you guys are kind of playing into their hands. Exactly. But uh, what's your series outlook like with everything that you know? I mean, I think the Suns will put up a fight, but it's a losing battle without Chris Paul. Like, obviously, you lose your arguably, let's just say, their best player. Yeah. It's hard to win a playoff series, especially when Booker's young, Aiton's young, Bridges is young. And Crowder's playing like trash. He can't shoot shit. Yeah. And I know you said it already, Max, but how many points did Cameron Payne score again? Uh, 19. That's not going to happen every game. It's really not. Like, yeah, you may want to bank on, like, Jay Crowder. Like, Jay Crowder probably having a little bit I mean, look, better we, showing. I feel like Jay Crowder, other than the Bucks series, has always kind of done this shit in the playoffs. Like, yeah. he kind of gets cold from the three-point line. Yeah. But I don't see it, guys. I, I know it's tough because it's coming from a Laker fan. I just don't see it, man. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if it went six. Maybe Devin Booker just goes nuts, you know, turns on, you know, Devin Booker this team, 70, 70 points mode. This team hander reminds me of the uh, like the Thunder when the Lakers played them in the first round. Remember it was six, uh, six games we saw at the game winner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like these guys are fucking annoying and they're <laughs> – like they're gonna be really good when they figure it out. Yeah. They haven't figured it out yet, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a tough look, bro. You got you got the seven seed Lakers who are not your typical. Seven I don't seed. think we should even use seeds for this year because it's like, oh, hey, we're the seven seed because <laughs> we missed so many. It was games. either injuries or COVID, but yeah. Um, any final thoughts on the Lakers, Max? Uh, not on the Lakers. You know what? Shout out to the Phoenix Suns fans. Yeah, they were great. 
They were absolutely. I amazing. thought that. I thought there was a couple times I was like, "Oh shit, it's getting loud in here." Yeah. Thank God we are like an older team. We kind of have the pedigree because right there, there's like instances where like some teams will just fold and be like, "Oh shit, this is a huge moment." Yeah. Like we kind of saw it in the Hawks today as the game. We the game wrapped up a few minutes ago and they lost. It kind of like fell apart at the end for them. Exactly. Um, do you want to hit on that game real quick? Cause it just finished. We were. Yeah, let's let's hit on it. So I made two of them. So the Knicks did not lose. They <laughs> winded up tying the series. I made two of them just in case. But the Knicks winded up tying it, bro. Um, the Hawks started off good. They were kind of keeping the Knicks at a distance. Julius Randle was struggling early. But they turned it on late, bro. The Knicks came in. They kind of used that crowd as energy. Just what we've been seeing throughout the playoffs, man. It's just great to have the crowd back. And the Knicks are back in it, bro. Like 1-1. This has looked like it's going to go seven games, to be honest, in my opinion. I, there's no, I'm just worried about the two home games in Atlanta for the Knicks because they struggle scoring, and especially in a madhouse. And there's no one really here other than D Rose, who's really and Taj Gibson, who've really been there before. Yeah. I have just one question for you. I know you didn't watch the whole game, but we watched the whole second half, right? Some of the fourth quarter while we were broadcasting right now. John Collins 0 for 2, 0 points, five fouls. He was in foul trouble the whole game. Yeah, but you can't just that go. Can't happen. You can't. You can't have that. Like DeAndre Hunter, 18, he came out big. Eighteen points. Trey Young had thirty. Whatever. That's fine. Bogdanovich didn't play good. Twenty-one shots, eighteen points. Yeah, I don't like that. But the Knicks. I mean, uh, I mean, it's it, it's the Knicks. It's the Knicks defense and hustle, bro. That's really what it is. The Hawks have a better roster, in my opinion. No offense, yeah. New York. <laughs> but the way you guys have to play is you got to like they gave up 92 points that's amazing in today's nba and i want to say this you guys probably not know it because i haven't really went on a d rose rant on the max and juan cast <laughs> but i asked you this privacy, during the game yeah, i I'll, let's just read let's redo the conversation yeah <laughs> hey bro you still hate d rose or like you kind of like start liking him now that like he's like old yeah, I'm I'm respecting a little bit more d rose to me the d rose thing is just more like People still think he's an MVP. Uh, people like love this dude. Like, oh, like he scored forty. He's back. D Rose MVP. It's calm down. All right, he's done. As far as that part of his career, he's an amazing six man though. Like, he's a great backup point guard to have. He has veteran <laughs> leadership. He knows what to do in big time situations. He does his job very well. I'm only laughing because Alfred Payton's a starter. He played five minutes, and Derrick Rose played 40 minutes. <laughs> and then, as Isaiah said, he took 21 shots. Tonight. That's not bad. He, took, yeah. he had 26. I don't, I'm don't. i not going to fault a guy for taking shots and having the balls to take shots in a playoff game. Exactly. And he has like he's just one of those guys on the roster because it's so young that you know, he's been in that situation. He's been through plenty of playoff games. So I don't I don't fault him for that. 2013 D Rose. No, he's not 2013 D Rose. Uh, shout out to Isaiah in the chat, man. Man, but, Isaiah be bugging, bro. I gotta <laughs> let everybody know right now. Yeah. So going, but Atlanta did it. Did their job. They they stole a game. They did what they had to. It didn't have to be. They they could have lost tonight. Like it's not yeah, that big of a deal. Yeah, they they did their job. I think any road team's job is to win one game at at the other team's place. Exactly. Any any more uh, thoughts on this game, Max? I just love the intensity. I love that they're like getting flag- like Reggie Bullock got a flagrant foul. I just love how it's like becoming chippy, and I like how New York hates Trey Young. I think that's pretty a cool aspect. <laughs> like, I don't know the last time New York really hated somebody. 
Do they hate Le- LeBron? I don't think they hated him because remember there was like the like, hey, come here, come come play for the Knicks, man. <laughs> look, Please. I still think so. Look, hey, you see what's happening in L.A. Land, aka Clipperland, not the Lakers, but you see Maybe. what's happening in Clipperland. You think Kawhi would like to play for Thibodeau? Play forty five minutes a game. I think. I think he'd be like, I'm gonna need like five games off a week. Yeah, they might have to switch the coach up, but look. Kawhi is possibly going to go to the Knicks. I'm just going to say that. They're two games away from blowing the shit up in Clipperland, <laughs> and the Knicks have can, a lot of money. Can we start a countdown? <laughs> T-minus two games. Oh, man. But, look, speaking in, uh, speaking on the east side of the brackets, let's go to the Nets, who are absolutely destroying the Celtics. Now, look, Max, I want to spend about two Maybe even thirty seconds. Let's on do this let's do two minutes because that's how many games there. Oh, hold on, hold on. let's see, let's see if we're on the same page. I want one sound effect of this series to explain it. Oh, oh, oh okay. You ready? Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. One, two, three. We're so off fucking timing with those claps, uh, Max. No, God no, damn. it's not a clap. It's like a. <laughs> okay, you got beat. Yeah, there's, there's, they are absolutely. It, it reminded me though. of my childhood of getting beat. <laughs> I feel bad for the Celtics, but then again, I don't because fuck the Celtics. Like I, don't. I feel bad. Uh, Jason and Tatum got po- poked in the eye, and he's gonna have to take two games off and let Jabari Parker, bro. They're playing everybody on the squad, bro. They are t- they're literally getting some player development in a playoff ge- in For a playoff real, series, bro. That's facts. Yeah, this series is over. I'm looking forward to the Nets in the second round. The Celtics don't have a chance. They're just completely undermatched. Um, Durant, other- Durant, Kyrie, and Harden didn't even play 30 minutes. Yeah, they and each Durant, had like 20. Durant looks amazing. Durant looks good, really good. I wish like the Celtics could have like take a chunk out of them, but not even. <laughs> it's like pathetic. This is a fucking bye week equivalent, like what they're doing right now. This is just like like a get right series. If yeah, that even, it, if that it even really, exists, it really is like a tune up series. Like it's like when <laughs> Alabama plays like I don't Appalachia know, Ru- State, yeah, Rice, yeah, some exactly. bullshit. So there goes that series, guys. Sorry if you're a Celtic fan, but it's just the facts, y'all. Uh, let's go ahead and go to Let's the... stay on a team that has no chance. How about that? And who is that? Washington. Washington football. Oh, sorry. Washington basketball team. Unfortunately, I do not have a slide for that, but it's not going to take long. Oh, the game just finished. Uh, blowout. Russell Westbrook sprained his ankle. Some fan dumped popcorn on his head. Did you see that? Yeah. Hey, that's kind of like an improvement from Philly fans uh, throwing batteries yeah. at people. Be grateful, Westbrook. It wasn't a battery. All right. <laughs> But look, Embiid, uh, shit's trash, bro. They suck. Yeah, Joel Embiid, he's dominant, bro. Um, I look forward to them in the second round. Um, same thing, same thing with the Nets and in the Sixers. Like, it's tune-up series. It it's it's like exactly what you said. It's just a joke. It's like you want to get right, have some games, get some reps in. Exactly. Go for it. All right. Well, let's move on. Let's stay in the East. All right. Um, we'll we'll save the West for last. Um, this part's just like rapid hitting on some playoff games because exactly. most of the game twos have been completed except for the Memphis one. Yeah. Um, Bucks take a 2-0 lead against the Miami Heat, Max. Man, Bryn Forbes was on his game. Giannis, yeah. Chris. I mean, I, rem- I remember we talked about the Bucks not making any threes and they won by like five points, right? Yeah. They just made some threes and they destroyed – and I mean, they beat the living shit out of the Heat. 
They almost beat them by like 30, bro. <laughs> and they're getting flagrant foul. Jimmy Butler's off his game. Forbes went off for the Bucks. Like, it's just one of As those. As one repeats games. me again. <laughs> I got to give props to Forbes, though, man. Like, he's just one of those. He came from the, uh, from the Spurs, right? Yeah, yeah. I did. I think Jimmy. I mean, excuse me, Drew Holiday and PJ Tucker. I know everyone said it, and Bobby Portis really added a toughness to this team. They don't have. They didn't have last year. Yeah. Do you think they're up two zero with Bledsoe? No, they're down 0-2 with Bledsoe. <laughs> Dude, they scored forty six in the first quarter. Wow, that's insane. They held the Heat to twenty. I, the Heat need to reach down deep, and Jimmy Butler's got to go to another level than this. He's got to put the team on his back. Uh, Tyler Hero. You, uh, what do you call him? What do you like to call him? Snarkle boy? No, that's you. Snar- snarl. Snarkle. Yeah, snarkle. Snarkle snarl. boy. Snarl. Snarl. Excuse snarl. Me. Snarl. Snarl. Oh, nah. And I, and I, <laughs> snarl. Snarl boy needs to step the fuck up, bro. You need to ball out. There's no excuse, man. You're not a rookie this year. You're supposed to elevate. You're getting more minutes. We need more from you, dog. He only Tyler had Hero. he had eighteen minutes, one for five, four points. I don't. It's not good enough, man. Yeah, not you good can't enough. you can't win a playoff game and Dwayne Dedman leads the team in scoring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it's just simple as that. Like he's a good player. He if he gets you ten, you're happy. But Jimmy Butler, you need more than ten from him. You need more from Bam. At, I hate when Bam had a bio, and I there's not much to hate about his game because he's that good. He does this thing where like it's kind of like oh we're gonna run a play. I'm not even gonna look at the basket. And it's like, you just shoot a floater, bro. Shoot a little jump shot. It's wide open. They're not even, like, looking at you. Like, they're playing you to pass. So shoot it. Exactly. But I think he'll get that when he grows his game. Yeah. So um, the series moving to Miami, do you see this as a sweep? Like, is it over? Like, what are you looking at? I, I don't think it's a sweep. I think this game... I think if this game three is a blowout for Miami, they're back in the series. But if they win close, Milwaukee's going to be fine. Milwaukee's going to beat the shit out of them in like game four. Yeah, it's a must win. For like, I think it's more about – it's not just about winning. It's about how they come out. Are they going to, like, be passive or are they going to, like, man up? Yeah. I think that's the best way to say it. Like, it's it's nut crunch time. Yeah. It's time. I don't think the Heat are out of it at all. And we thought – honestly, we both were kind of wrong. We thought Milwaukee had – I thought Milwaukee would win, but I thought this was going to be a nightmare matchup. Yeah, like every game was going to be I thought a fucking it was going to be like game ass. one. Yeah. But maybe this is just like a – like a, fl- a fluke, excuse me. Yeah. Um. Let's take a little quick 20-second break just to plug in our podcast, Max. All right, I'm down. Um. Make sure to subscribe, guys. There's five people in here. Make sure to like the video, subscribe, turn on post notifications for whenever we do go live. This is the premiere of our Wednesday night live shows at 7 p.m. Specific Pacific time (laughs) on the West Coast. Sorry to you East Coast guys. But we're going to be going live, bro, every Wednesday, every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. Um, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. That is at max underscore Juan cast. We're always posting daily content, um, Spotify and Apple users. You guys are listening to this on the audio platform. I'm sorry. You guys are missing out, bro. Like go ahead and watch us on YouTube. Watch the live version of this. Still going to be putting it out for you guys, but make sure to go ahead and click that subscribe button on the Apple podcast or that follow button on the Spotify. 
All right. With all that said, that's enough plugs for today until we get our <laughs> our first adver- advertisement that wants to sponsor us. I'm down. Nike, here we come. <laughs> Nike. Just shoot for the stars, I mean, bro. I've, been, I've been showing Nike some love, and they show me some freaking love. <laughs> exactly, bro. I need some more shoes, bro. That's all I know. Oh, man. So, look, let's go over to the West. Um, right now, the Jazz and the Grizzlies are playing and, game two. There's yeah. really not much to say. We kind of have to wait and see. And we're not going to be on the air when that game ends. Yeah. So we'll talk about You'll see that on Monday. You know what? Shout out to Jordan Clarkson. That was cool how they gave him the Sixth Man of the Year award. Yeah. With Joe Ingles. Exactly. That was pretty funny. But um, let's talk about the Nuggets and the Blazers because we did see game two of that. Um, the Nuggets tie the series 1 1. Damian Lillard went off and Jokic went off. Like Damian Lillard was trying everything in his power to keep them keep them ahead and climb them back in that series with those deep ass logo threes. Tell me, give me like twenty seconds on your boy Campanzo, whatever Capazzo. <laughs> You're killing the team, dog. Low key. He had twelve today. Yeah, good. but like on defense, bro. Like I feel like you're just f- fueling the fi- fire of Damian Lillard. How? Because he's like a little rat. Yeah, like you're just making him play better. <laughs> Uh, not a vintage game from Carmelo. <laughs> yeah, they needed it more like the first game, Melo. I mean, it's just Dame versus Jokic, and it's gonna come down to wh- which one of them is better. Yeah. For uh, I was kind of surprised Jokic only had five assists. They were still limiting his assist numbers, which is good. And granted, Denver hasn't particularly shot the ball well. Yeah. But I was impressed by Michael Porter again. Aaron Gordon had a good game. Austin Rivers played well. Austin Rivers. Paul Millsap fifteen. Yeah. You're good. And I like Monty Morris a lot. You know, this is so random. I just want to like, I was thinking about all the highlights from this game. And w- did you notice yesterday that Paul George like dropped Christoph's Porzingis? I know it was yeah. just, they've had the two best plays in the playoffs so far the dunk from Kawhi and that. Yeah. And, and they've lost both games. <laughs> and everyone gets so hyped for those two stupid fucking plays. Yeah. So how important was game two to you? Um, it, it, yeah, it was did crucial. It your- yeah. I think I I'm still kind. Of, it's hard for me to get in the series because I think they're both teams are just like flawed and not going to win shit. And it's just like wow, you're playing for four extra games, or like six extra games. No. I think Denver can take it. I I'm kind of. I just don't really care who wins this series, man. It's just it's cool to see Dame play good, and it's cool to see Jokic do his thing. That's really it. Yeah. No. It would have been cool if they could give Jokic the MVP trophy in Denver and like. Some <laughs> of the stupid NBA award show that's like not good. Exactly. But uh yeah, this series for me guys, I'm still rolling with with Denver. Uh I have trust in Jokic, uh MPJ, Big Honey, Big Honey. <laughs> uh I and I really like the play from Austin Rivers. I feel like he's he's big for them. Like he's just one of those players that have to produce some points for them. Like, you just need Morris and Paul Millsap. All those guys combined need to make up for what Jamal Murray brought. If they had Murray, would this be a close series? I think it wouldn't even be close. I think I think they'll potentially beat these guys in five games with Murray. Shit, they could beat them with five still without Murray. Yeah, so that just but goes. Yeah, no, I get yeah. it. I get you. I get you. But it depends what Murray you're going to get. Are you going to get Bubble Murray? I don't know. He's kind of turned. He was coming on when he got hurt. So, but I just realized Jokic um, shot 15 for 20. God dang, that boy's skilled. Wow. <laughs> also, I like the one thing I like about this series is watching Nurkic go with Jokic. And I remember when those two were on the same team. 
Yeah. Good call, keeping Jokic. <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts on this series, Max? No, none at all. Just let's get it over with. <laughs> See who they play. So that was your NBA playoff review. Basically, a lot of all game the, twos. Yeah, all the game twos, man. Except for Utah. Yeah, we're watching that one right now as we speak. But we don't only talk basketball on here, guys. So for your for you NFL fans, we got a little surprise for you, man. There's There was some big news that came out over the weekend. This one's all one. Yeah, I, I want to talk about it, man, because I think it's very interesting. Uh, let's get into Julio Jones, Max. Uh, just for so so you guys don't know, I, I hate that I'm gonna have to plug this stupid show because I really don't like it. Um, don't go watch cold it, guys. pizza. <laughs> yeah, it's, no, it's a, it'll it's pollute a, your mind, bro. FS1. Yeah, it's FS1. Shout okay. out to all those people that watch it. Okay, so so over the weekend, there was a picture. That got leaked from Julio Jones. He was wearing a Dallas Cowboys uh, sweatsuit. Yeah, Basically, it was sweatshirt. like the hoodie, hoodie and the pants. Yes. So, undisputed because they didn't have nothing else better <laughs> yeah. to talk about. <laughs> other than the fact that there's like NBA playoffs going on. They decided to talk about this because Skip Bayless is a big Dallas Cowboy fan. So, Skip is going on about... Oh, he's a Dallas. He's gonna be a Dallas Cowboy. We need a blah 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 Dude, blah 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 blah. Is he on freaking drugs? Yeah. So besides the fact, Shannon Sharp winds up, you know, taking out his phone for the most ultimate entertainment. He says, "You know what, Skip? I'll call up Julio Wait, Jones." Wait, what did he say? No, like I'm, I'm gonna prove to you, like I'm gonna call up Julio Jones. He, he said, "Skip." Yeah. How Skip. You, you thank you. That's Skip. All right. Come on, ski up. <laughs> but he winds up literally calling Julio Jones on his cell phone on live television and asking him straight up, like, are you done in Atlanta, essentially? And he and to rephrase his words, he said, Yeah, I'm out of there. Like, I'm done. I'm done with Atlanta. So the reports came out like he was obviously unhappy and he is done with the Atlanta Falcons. A lot of people think this guy is the best wide receiver in the NFL. No, not anymore. Well, there's a lot of people. Top that, ten. There's you disrespectful. Come what am on. I supposed to say? Top three, bro. He been healthy. I'm sorry. I I take Julio Jones top. Yeah, three. healthy. I'll take him, but he's like 32. What? Like, how much do you want to take him at this point? Like, do you think I'll there's some? I think there's a there's a small market for him. Like, there's a lot of slander on Julio Jones. I I didn't say anything to slander him. You I call not, top ten. That's disrespectful. Wow. Hey, A1, we're a top 10 he podcast. He needs better. He needs he needs a lot more recognition. You said that, top bro. three. Yes. Tyreek, Diggs. He's better than Diggs. I'm sorry. He's better than Diggs. He was better than Diggs. He is better than Diggs. He's 30, like two years old, bro. I don't bro. care how old he is. He is still very good. He's elite. The Falcons that are boy, not good. That boy, Alshon Jeffrey, was speed right now. <laughs> no, that's disrespectful. Look, there's two receivers that are better than him, in my opinion. Okay. Devontae Adams. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins. That's it. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, Tyreek Hill for me. Easily. Okay, Tyreek Hill, maybe. Yeah, that's that's top top four. Okay, top four. Okay, yeah. Respect. <laughs> Arguably top three. But look, Ar- a lot, okay. look Arguably the- best in the game. Arguably best player in the NFL <laughs> at this point. You just say, oh, my God. Okay, look. He's done himself no favors, though. I'll say this because he goes out every Sunday, busting knee, 
busted leg, busted shoulder, and he plays. And I think that shit caught up with them last year. And I'm not going to give him shit for like getting hurt because he's one of those guys. He's, he'll play through anything. We've seen that for how many years? Like four years he's been banged up. Yeah. And I just want – that's what all I was trying to say. Like last year it was bad because he was just banged up. But like, okay, the contract A.J. Green got, right? Julio's way better than A.J. Green. And they're the same age, right? Or they're roughly the same age. Same yes. draft class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me what you want. Where do you want to take this? Well, before we get into the juicy stuff, just because we have six people in here and you guys have to wait, I'm extremely sorry. But let's go into the arc of like Julio Jones. Like, what's his legacy as an Atlanta Falcon? Born 1984, <laughs> drafted 2011. No, let's just 2012. Just, 2012. 2012. Yes. Super Bowl. Year after Super so Bowl. Let, no. So no, but let's talk about his Atlanta career and his legacy as a Falcon. And there's a lot of Falcon fans that are heartbroken, bro. Like, I mean, it's not funny, though, bro. I mean, no, no, shout no. out to Falcons, Drew, The bro. fact that you said a lot of fa- Falcon fans. I've known one Atlanta Falcon fan my whole life. <laughs> Other than Atlanta, I've never seen, like... Well, look, shout out to Falcons, Drip, bro. Um, big supporter uh, of us from Instagram. He was actually on our draft um, podcast. He was live. He was one of our live guests. Uh what are you looking at, Max? I just want to see what people are saying. Uh, uh, I just wanted to look what you were saying because I can't see. Well, look, like, what do you remember most about Julio? About with, with his Atlanta days when he had dreads? <laughs> no, I, I I remember having him in fantasy as a rookie. I mean, I'm, I'm I have a lot of memories, so get ready, okay? Buckle up. He had that crazy catch where he fell and he caught the ball like right here. Yeah. And then I just remember like. He was the best receiver for a good six-year stretch. It was speed. It was athleticism. It was big body, like body control. It was everything. I think he kind of has it all, man. Yeah, no, he really does. He was like the closest thing I've seen to Calvin in a while. Yeah. And What do you have to say about people um, saying that he doesn't score touchdowns? It's not his fault. Like, I don't give a it's, fuck. It's like, fucking I know, football. Yeah, I know there's wow, a bunch of – they double him in yeah, the red zone. Look, football has this kind of line – that kind of, you know, mix matches with each other. I guess you got you got the fantasy guys over here, and you got the people like me the, and Max. Are these we- guys over here suck. Who <laughs> looks like fantasy and only care? Okay, like, look, with I'm, those I- guys who say you suck, you got hurt, you ruined my fantasies. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. 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 He, that's all he was doing. How'd those, you know those kind of fantasy guys out there? Like I don't really like them, but look, there, there's a lot of fantasy guys that you know give him a lot of flack because he doesn't score touchdowns. Guys, I don't give a fuck about any of that. Um, I, I I play fantasy, but I'm not that much into it. Um, respect to any fantasy guys out there, um, but that doesn't say how great Julio Jones is. Like, I don't care if he only scored three touchdowns in a season. Like, that's not going to change my perspective on him just because of that. And a lot of people say like, "Oh, he doesn't score touchdowns. He must not be that good." It's like, no. Like, fuck your fantasy team. Still a great football player. Sorry, he only got like nineteen hundred yards, eighteen hundred yards. Like, I'm gonna pull up the yards. Uh eighteen seventy, sixteen seventy seven, fifteen ninety three, fourteen forty, fourteen hundred, fourteen hundred, twelve hundred, nine hundred as a rookie, uh, seven hundred this year, and then a year he was hurt, six hundred. Like that's elite production. That's yeah, that's seven years yeah. of 
that's six years of four, thir- like basically fourteen hundred yards. Right. And I get the touchdown numbers weren't always there, but like he was the only guy to throw the ball to in the red zone for them. Like think about it. Other than Roddy White, who he played with only in the like what first three years of his career. Yeah. Like no one was really worried about Muhammad Sanu. And the magical year that they had, the best year from Matt Ryan. Uh, I thought he was great. And I want to one moment that I remember from Super Bowl. Super Bowl. That catch that he made, it's always going to be overlooked, guys, because they lost that game. Was okay. Here's a good question. This wasn't planned. Was that catch better, Julio made, or the catch Edelman made? That catch that Julio made. As a receiver, I felt like that was the most difficult catch that a guy could have made in the Super Bowl. Maybe besides the Tyree catch from the Giants. I, the reason I would go with the Julio catch, too, is there was some luck involved in the Edelman. Where, like, he yeah. only had a chance at the ball because it was lucky. Yeah. Like, he had a lucky chance at the ball. Julio was like, hey, Malcolm. Balance, like, I'm gonna body get, control. I'm, I got hit. I'm going to hit the ground hard. I'm going to, like, catch this ball with my feet in balance. Clutch point in the game. Yes. Uh, I think Matt Ryan's been a good quarterback. It would have been special to see Julio Jones with a guy like Patrick Mahomes, uh, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning. Just say any of the great quarter. Like Matt Ryan's always been here, and there's always been guys above him. Like I would put like if you put Julio with Stafford, like especially in Detroit, like he could have put up Megatron ish numbers. Like he already did put him up. Yeah, they would have been even better. Like, dude, he had 137 catches one year in like 1,900 yards. Exactly, that's ridiculous. Um, does the city, does the city of Atlanta or the Falcon team in general, owe him any? Like, yeah, they owe him to get him to a contender. They owe it to him. Do you really think it's that type of situation? Like, kind of like yeah, uh, like, think, like Stafford. Like he kind of just they wasted he, his prime years. They, he played there 10 years, bro. He they didn't waste his prime years, I would say. They were pretty good for a lot of those runs. They had some deep That's what I'm saying. Uh he gave it all. Like I said, he like there's like last year. Let me see. Hold on one second. I'm sorry. I just want to get organized. I, I just the year like before this, good. 2019, he played 15 games, and all I remember hearing is this guy's banged up every freaking week. Yeah. 2018, same thing. I remember he's banged up, his knees banged up, his foot, mm. his hand. He played 16 games. He he played he did his part, bro. He's only had two seasons where he really missed time. And it's football. It's not basketball. You're going to miss some time unless you're Tom Brady. But even he missed a year. So, he did everything he could. Uh, Why the frick wouldn't you trade him for a first-round pick? Is he that important? Are you guys going to turn the ship around in one year? I don't think so. Yeah. So, that that just gets to me another question before we get into where he's going to go. Because I just want to, you know, build all this up to this. They drafted a guy in Kyle Pitts. In the first round, with the was he the fifth? Excuse me, fourth. If I, yeah, okay, fourth overall pick. They drafted <laughs> Kyle Pitts, tight end out of um, Florida. Florida, uh, one of my blue chippers, in, in my opinion, in the draft. How many blue chippers were there in the draft? Three. One. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's great to get a guy at four. That's a blue chipper. But I, I say that I, I say that saying, um, if you know that Julio Jones is going to leave. Do you still draft a guy in Kyle Pitts? Yeah, I think so. You really think so? Maybe Jamar Chase, you consider him more, but I think Pitts was just the safest bet. Why wouldn't you go like a guy like Panay Sewell or something? They have already have so much invested in the O-line, and they're in cap hell. Mm. They really are in cap hell. And I think 
the reason I said there's going to be like a few teams that can trade from it's not like all 32 teams want him. It's just the cap situation with them is so funky, and there he gets he's getting paid a lot of money. Cause like okay, like to me, them drafting Kyle Pitts is saying that they can contend, that they're not rebuilding, and so in I my I don't necessarily my, believe that, bro. Look, whether you believe it or not, this is what I believe. <laughs> okay. I believe this. If you're gonna tra- if you're gonna get rid of a guy in Julio Jones. Why wouldn't you just rebuild in general? Like you just drafted a guy in Kyle Pitts. Calvin Ridley is, you know, 27, 28 years old as a rookie. Yeah. But he's still a young guy. Like he's still under like a, a good he's long not contract. Even, yeah, he hasn't even hit his uh, like extension. Why wouldn't you get rid of a guy in Matt Ryan? Like why wouldn't you just get rid of both of them? Start from scratch. I I don't think there's really a market for Matt Ryan even though I disagree. I think there there should be a market, but I don't think there's like this huge market because I think his contract's going to f shit up so much. I I agree with you though. If if you're going to get rid of Julio, you might as well punt the whole thing, and maybe maybe then you consider. That's why then maybe you consider jumping up to three. It doesn't make sense to me, and it makes me feel like Julio Jones. This just surfaced. I don't think it just surfaced. I don't think no. I don't think so. Like he's got it. Do you think that the Atlanta Falcons knew this from the get go? How long do you think the Falcons knew about this? I don't know how long they knew, but I think he's known for a bit. Like, it did not. Are you talking about he just figured it out, he wants to be gone, or they just found no, out? No, Falcons. Oh, then, yeah, I would agree with you. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. I mean, you got to kind of get an inkling. They were talking about him getting traded at the draft. So, yes. they've been considering it. I, I think maybe they underestimated his wanting to get out. Well, that brings up the question, Max, that the whole chat is going crazy about. Where do we have him going, Julio Jones? You want to start, bro? <laughs> Las Vegas much? Las Vegas much, that's, guys? I think that's a perfect team. That Really? You think it's the perfect team? Why not? Why wouldn't you do it? What, do you give up a first-round pick? Your asses are to the I fire. I wouldn't give up a first. Why wouldn't right? you? I would. It'll be good. It'll be a late first. Oh man! I think, like I told you last year, I think. Well, AB wasn't last year. That was what two years ago, right? Mm-hmm. When AB did his little shtick and like frostbitten feet, and I was like, anyone who thought they were gonna be like the second receiver had to be pushed up so it complicates shit. I like Rugs. I don't think Rugs is a number one receiver. You sweat him out wide all game. He's gonna beat you. He's kind of like a. I feel like he's a Deshaun Jackson. He's going to have the big game, but he's not really a true number one, right? Hmm. So I think if you get Julio Jones, you just put pressure on him and take pressure off everyone else. It's just the best thing for him. And they got Waller, too. Waller's like, Waller would benefit from Julio. Yeah. Well, I have basically two big-ass Julios. Like. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I have a few teams. So the Raiders are number one, Who teams that should do it. That's for them. Hmm. Ravens. Go all in for Julio Jones. Yes. I know you got Rashad Bateman. Why wouldn't you get Julio Jones? Lamar Jackson's deal isn't up yet. You can you can get him going with Julio. You can find out with with uh, Lamar. If you get Julio, you have Marquise Brown, uh, Bateman, guy, Bateman, Mark Andrews. That's a good enough passing. That's a good enough passing room like of talent. Yeah. And then the last two, I I have one one two more. I, I was gonna say one, but. I like the Bills. I think the Bills should make really? a move. Because I think the reason I like him is because I know they have Gabriel Davis, but they have no one big. It's Cole Beasley, Munchkin, Stephon Diggs, Munchkin. <laughs> Munchkin. <laughs> I mean, he's not. He's, Stephon Diggs isn't a Munchkin. He's six feet tall, but he's not big. 
Right. That's my whole thing. I don't think he fits him. I don't think he Why fits not? two of your teams. Why doesn't he fit? I don't, I don't think he fits the Ravens. I think that's doing him a disservice. Why? Because they're going to like be what? They're going to run from... the ball like crazy, bro. But maybe they've had to run the box. They've had no one to throw to. No, that's not the case. Greg Roman loves to I, run I the ball. I agree. Greg Roman loves, loves to run the ball, but they haven't had the talent either to like the other one, Chargers. Shout out to Mike on, on the mic. He was saying, what about my Chargers? Saying they got 23 mil. Oh, shit. You should screenshot that. We've, I've never seen a Chargers fan before. <laughs> but, yeah, he, he wants them to go to the Chargers. I've seen a lot of people say that. Um, It makes perfect sense. I mean, Mike Williams is expiring. Keenan Allen. Yeah, they'll have Keenan Allen. You can play the slot. And then, I mean, the guy that. Hoybutt. Yeah, Hoybutt. Hoybutt is a fucking beast, bro. Like, he'll be great for Julio. That's a great that's that's a great one. Okay, I feel like Gruden loves Julio Jones. Gruden loves a lot of people. He's a Gruden grinder. Is he a Mayock guy though? Big pro- went to Bama, winner. <laughs> yeah. Except he's good. Is he a team captain? Huh? I don't. I mean, he's good. I don't <laughs> we know. Have if, to look that up. I don't know. Let me. I'll look it up right now. But look, um, yeah, I, I think he'll be good for the Raiders. It's just at the right cost. I know that I I think that Julio Jones is a top three guy, but you gotta get him out of value. Okay, you can't overspend, and I think first round pick is slightly overspending for a guy like Julio. Well, if it's a late first round pick, I don't think so. I mean, so you think that Julio Jones is gonna play defense for the Raiders? Because I don't think it's that much of an elevation. No, but I think he can make your offense a lot better. He makes the offense good, but I mean, like you guys, he, who's your? It, look, I my, understand. I know you sent me the clip of Cleveland Farrell wearing 99 being like, oh, new year, new him. Yeah, bullshit, bullshit. No, 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 no. Julio Jones was not a team captain for Bama. It was Greg McElroy, Dante Hightower, Mark Barron. No, but I, I'm saying this, Max. All right. Julio Jones. I mean, he has a couple picks in his day. Stop. Safety. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. Um, All right. Okay. Julio Jones. If you're gonna pick up, if you're gonna trade for a guy like him and give up a first round pick, that guy better be the difference between a losing season and a winning. Like he has to elevate your team, change your team completely to the fact like, okay, we're in the playoffs because we have this guy. The Raiders trading for him and giving up a first round pick does not say that. I don't. I don't care what anyone says. The defense is still a big problem. It's a super unknown. There's a bunch of young guys that haven't even proved that they can play yet or even stay healthy um, for the fact of the matter. Like, it's it's not it's not a good idea for a team like the Raiders. You can't just be throwing out first-round picks. I mean, they they fucking throw out a first-round pick every year <laughs> on, a, on a bump. Why don't you just throw one out on a good player? Oh, man. Seriously. Second-round pick, I'll do it. Not a first. For the, you if guys I'm the don't Chargers, even hit your first round pick. If I'm the Chargers, I'll do it. First round pick, you, easy. You guys don't even draft good in the first round. Might you well, don't know that, bro. What about Seattle? Yeah, uh, I mean Seattle would would'd do, do it. Would you do it for Seattle? Yeah, they'll be fucking. What, so what? Are, what is, what's your okay, teams? Yeah, uh, give me your teams. No, I I got two teams. All right, I got the Philly. Tenet. No, <laughs> shut up. No, you guys are rebuilding. You guys suck. All right, all right. Uh, Bird gang. I, Tennessee Titans. Oh, they're just going to run the ball. That's not a good fit. Derrick Henry. Stop. They're not the Ravens. Um, they're just going to run the ball. What do, you need, what do you need him for? There's a difference between Greg Roman and a team that runs the ball, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Look, Tennessee Titans are a great fit. They got A.J. Brown. They have Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. 
Like, Julio Jones will be a great match for that. And they're just a good team, bro. Like, that will elevate them. It would it would really improve that team. All right, who's your second team? This is the one that I don't know how it's going to happen. Can I have a hint? Can I guess them? All right, it's an NFC team, and they made the playoffs. Washington? No. No? Okay, hold on. Let me think. You get one more. That's it. Hurry up. Come on. We're live, dog. Rams. We're live. Green Bay. Ah, you had it right the first time. It was Rams. the Rams. Um, the Rams should pick them up. I think, it, like you said, it's the close comparison to Calvin Johnson. I don't know how they get rid of Robert Woods. I don't know if he's in the deal. No, I think you'd keep Robert. Oh, no. Take no. that back. They can't. They cannot get Julio Jones. Why? What draft capital do they have to offer? <laughs> they don't have anything. Well, you have to get some draft capital. I don't think Julio's going to go for a first. I really don't think so. I think they second would have Robert. to offer sec- a second Taylor Rabb and one of those other good DBs they have. And Look, I would get rid of Robert Woods one way or another, get some draft capital from another team or throw what, him in the package. What about Green Bay? Why yeah. wouldn't they do that? I heard I heard that. I heard Jordan Love for her. Stop. That's for, so stupid. Why would you trade Julio <laughs> for like some guy who might be good at quarterback? Oh, Maybe Jordan man. Love in a first. I'd do that. Yeah. Also... Did you see Aaron Rodgers' interview? Oh, with I did. Kenny, oh, was it Kenny Maine? Whoa, wait. You're switching way too fast. I wasn't even trying to, we weren't even going to talk about it. That's why I brought it up, just because I want to hit on it real quick. Okay. It was so fucking awkward. Yeah, it was awkward. That's all I was going to say. Just like that topic that you brought up. I w- okay, but look. Okay. What team are you, put, are you putting money on? Raiders. That he goes to? Do you, you really think that? It's because I think it would annoy you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I would say Green Bay. Shout out to Mike and Mike, bro. Um, Mike on the mic. Sorry, not Mike and Mike. Uh, <laughs> Mike and Mike. I know. Shout out Cold Pizza. <laughs> Espen. He's saying there's going to be a bidding war between the Chargers and the Raiders. <laughs> Julio. <laughs> oh, man. Can we just dispel the Cowboys really quick? Yeah, the Cowboys. You have three good receivers. Why do you? Like, what are they gonna point, move Julio to tight end? At this point, it's like, why would you want Julio? Like, you have CD Lamb, you have Amari Cooper, you're good. What well, one said about Julio can't play defense for the Raiders applies to Dallas. <laughs> exactly, bro. Um, I, I like Tennessee. I think Tennessee winds up um, snagging him. He just said that because AJ Brown's recruiting him. What hey, about the bro. Cardinals are recruiting him too? I don't know why the Cardinals Colts? Dark Horse. Yeah, they have a lot of capital. I go, yes. what about the Dolphins? So, but no. Every team, why not? I don't think so. Why not? They have like eight first round picks. I think it's picks. a why not for, for a lot of teams, but I don't see them going to the Dolphins. Why? They have the defense. They need a receiver. I think they're going to wind up. I know they got uh, the burner from Bama. Waddle, and then they have Parker. Yeah, and Preston Williams. But why wouldn't you get Julio? It's like you can count on Devontae. No, I, don't, I wouldn't do it. I want to do. That's you're gonna go eight and nine like next year. <laughs> Shut up, all right. But look, Atlanta probably prefers getting him out of the NFC. Yeah, that is true. Yeah, sounds like an AFC team. <laughs> the Dolphins. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we're gonna wind up going to watch this Memphis and Utah Jazz game. We're one hour and eight minutes into this podcast. Three people are still here. Shout out to all the three people that are in here. But we're going to wrap it up, guys. There goes our first premiere, Max and Juan cast live show. Thank you for anyone that joined us, anyone that was commenting. 
down below. Make sure to subscribe if you guys haven't already. We're almost at 200 subscribers. I believe we're at 199. I'm going to check right <laughs> now. What, somebody be that lucky 200, 200th subscriber. Um, 198. No. <laughs> 198. Hoes. <laughs> 198. So two more. Maybe you'll be the 200th or the 199. All right. It's great no matter what. You're going to be signing up for great content. Make sure to press that bell icon. Turn on post notifications. Make sure you get a notification when we drop these live videos or video in general. But um, make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter. That is at Max underscore Juan Caz. Shout out to all the audio listeners. Shout out to all our supporters, bro. We're extremely grateful. Max, any last words? Thank you guys for tuning in. Sorry for having to listen to Juan make bad trades for Julio Jones. My trades were better. My teams were better. And you're a hater. <laughs> I'm salty that you're hating on the Ravens and Raiders. I'm sorry I, I tried to do you a favor. Oh, my goodness. Max is in his fifis right now. All right. <laughs> we're going to get going, guys. Peace. Enjoy the games. Enjoy the games.